This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. This is for the fans. The Vibe. You're listening to The Reds Report. Sponsored by theterracestore.com Where customers are more than just an order number. Uh, welcome, everybody. Another episode of the Reds Report, another episode of the team behind the team. And today we're joined by a member of the Barnsley medical team. So we've had Tamar, uh, we've had Chris, and with us today is Vicky Stevens, Barnsley physiotherapist. Hi, Vicky. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Nice to meet you. Um, Vicky, physiotherapist at Barnsley Football Club. Was yeah. that always sort of your career aim? To go to a club um, that soon will be Premier League, or no, it weren't at all. Actually, I just kind of fell into it. Um, so I always played football when I was younger, um, and then as a like young adult, um, and typical, typical uh, ex physio, I got an injury, so I, um, so I couldn't play anymore. So basically, I went through my rehab. I um, decided to be a physio assistant. I got a job there, and then just kind of stumbled into going into uni to study physio. Um, but I've always worked at Sheffield Children's Hospital. I worked there to start with. Um, and because I only stumbled at Barnes FC because um, I couldn't work because of health and safety in the NHS because I have a knee operated on. So I was twiddling my thumbs at home and Seji uh, wow. was the head physio then as well. He'd put an advert out saying he needed some interns. I've just qualified. So I was like, well, I've got to keep myself busy. Um, and then, well, about I just basically just worked my way into it. So I was an intern and then ended up at the academy um, and then just worked my way up really to first team. Wow. I, I did do quite a few years at Children's Hospital. I quite enjoyed that, to be fair. It was good. And when you said your football career, what, what level was that? Because obviously, we had to do research. Um, yeah. 
Who's done research? Just tell me again who's done research. <laughs> because I'm really busy at work and he works for the Give government. Give off it. He's done the research. <laughs> um, number number 10. Number 10 at Donny Bell's, I do believe. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I I've was. seen, I'll tell you what I've seen on uh, when I did me, uh, I'll not say stalking because it's Carl Orders bit of stalking. When I've done my obviously expert research on Wikipedia and LinkedIn and all that sort of thing. I'm not um, on Wikipedia, am I? <laughs> you are, funnily enough, yeah. Um, it's amazing what you... Anyway, no, I'll not, I'll not say anymore. Yeah, let's see. I'll not be Googling. Uh, there is an action photo. There's actually a couple of action photos of you, um, and I'm guessing it's from... It's against Arsenal. Yeah, there was a... That was a League Cup final, that was, against Arsenal. League Cup final in yeah. 2009. Yes. Yeah, it's been ages yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, you're going in for a tackle. I can't remember now. Name it. Arsenal player that you're up against on. But it's a really good picture. Yeah, there's if one against ever... Kelly Smith. I think that's my little claim to fame. Was chasing that might her be around it. for ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> she said she was too good. <laughs> so how long were you at Danny Bell's for? Were you there for for a yeah, while? Yeah, well, or? I played. I played since I was since I was a young one. Obviously, I played with the boys team when I was little, and then when I was too too old to play for boys teams, I had to go to um, women. So I played. At Doncaster Bells and Leeds Centre of Excellence at Leeds United. Brilliant. Um, I played in the women's prem from about 15 and then uh, I injured my knee at like 18 and then carried on until I was about 21, 22 and then I did my other knee and then just sacked it off. <laughs> I've got to be honest though, when I have when I have been looking yeah. at you, so to speak, <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds really wrong. Sorry, Carlo. Um, Sorry, it's the police. I'm just telling him it's... I know. It's all right. I'm Tell working in <laughs> I've got to be honest, there's not a great deal of information no. out there. So I, I get the feeling that you are quite a private a private person. Um, yeah, I kind of tried to keep things private-ish. I do obviously post on social media like Instagram and stuff like most people do, but I don't really give much away. I think you've got to be a little bit careful when you're working in football and as, you're, as a physio as well as a medical professional. You, you can't be just... I'm not saying I've got a rock and roll lifestyle because I really haven't, but... <laughs> Is it right then that you're doing a Masters at Bath? I am, yeah. Um, it's been put on hold a little bit, um, but to finish it, all I've literally I've just got to do my research project. But part of that's doing um, data collection, which is obviously a bit difficult with COVID time, so I'm a bit delayed with it. But hopefully I'll get that done by the end of this year, I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. what, what, what was it like then? Because obviously you were, you were still, well, compared to us, everybody's young, but um, you were still quite young when you had that injury. And then you yeah. have to change your whole sort of, I suppose, you know, your career aspirations. Yeah. Did you want it to go in football? Was that sort of no, like a long-term? No, no, considering I've played football my life, it had never even crossed my mind to do to do physio in football. It was only, it was like I say, I, I got a job in the NHS at Children's Hospital. It was only because, I, only because I'd obviously I hurt my knee and I couldn't play, that I couldn't work, sorry, that I was twiddling my thumbs, so I thought, I need to keep going. And then it just came up on Spot England website, so I was like, oh. And then just obviously realised how much I enjoyed it and how much I didn't actually misplay myself, but I enjoyed working in it. <laughs> um, I suppose Barsley Football Club, isn't it? Um, on the pitch, the team yeah. is about um, putting the right play in the right position. Yeah. Very much a feeling, um, especially the last couple of years, that actually behind, the team behind the team, that's yeah. there as well. Is it, and obviously, is, is, is it hard? There's not many females in the male football world is there I mean you just you know what I no, mean it is I mean I think it's getting I think it is getting more prevalent but there is a bit few like few and in between so I one of my best friends um she used to work at Barnsley with me actually she worked in the academy when I was first team with uh, Seji um she moved on to Sheffield United but she's she's physio there but I don't know how much 
like with bands I know the media team they like to kind of push the fact that I'm a female working in men's environment which is really good um but I don't really see a lot of it like being advertised because I do see see quite a lot of females like we come because obviously when when we play up against other teams we have a little chat with the physio and the medical department there and you, there's loads of females around but there's just I don't know I, just, I don't see it I don't see it advertised a lot either but it should be really because it's a positive thing yeah 100% 100% so Fans live for three o'clock on a Saturday and then yep. maybe seven o'clock on a Wednesday as well. Yeah. For you though, what, what does a working week look like? Because for the layman like me, sometimes thinking, well, if there's nobody injured, you must just have cups of tea with schedule week and saying, where are we going? Oh, we're going on the bus to Preston <laughs> on Saturday. What what does a working week look like for you? We do drink a lot of tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but gen- generally, say if the so generally obviously during the week. Um, as it stands at the minute with the manager that we've got in, he uh, he quite likes an afternoon training session, to be fair, um, which is really good for us because it means that we get loads of time in the morning to spend with injuries and then we get them boxed off and then the, then the squad come in, we can concentrate on the squad then and get them ready for training and for the games. Um, so that works really well for us, we find, because we can spend loads of time. Because sometimes if you're trying to get injuries done at the same time as the squad, it's, you kind of split yourself quite a lot. So training in the afternoon works really well with us, we found. Um but yeah, so you're basically in. So if the players are off, say if they get a couple of days off after the weekend, um, we'll normally get one day off maybe, or we or we share it. Um, and the injuries are normally with us, to be fair. So it's not all uh, it's not all hunky dory and having loads of days off, unfortunately. But um, but it's good again because you get loads of time to spend with injuries when it's quiet and there's no one else around. Um, but yeah, so you're just building building through the week really. Obviously, you've got there's always there's not many injuries to be fair. There's only a couple at least. Um, but we touch wood, we've actually done really well this season. Like obviously, we've had injuries. Um, but we've, uh, I think we've managed to sustain quite a, a large squad most of the time, which is really good, which is credit to some of the players as well, because a lot of the fans don't know that a lot of them are playing with injuries a lot of the time. Um, they're managing them and we're managing them through training throughout the week to get them ready for the match day. Um, but yeah, it's non-stop really. If we're not, if we're not treating injuries, we're getting the lads ready for games. Um, it's, it's, uh, that's kind of ball rolling throughout the week. And in, in the field and or in the work that you do, um, we, we, we've, we've talked before uh, to other people, uh, coaches, they say that over the last sort of 10, 15 years, even training's changed a lot, hasn't it? It used to be a ball, 11 players, and, you know, it's about the keep fit, about the technique, and now we've got drones flying over, we've got GPS, <laughs> you know. Um, what, what about in your field? Because um, we saw pictures, was it uh, earlier this week, with um, Halleck and Anderson? Was it an ice bath or whatever they were having? Yeah, yeah, I saw that picture. Oh, they um, love the ice baths then too. <laughs> how, how, is, how is that sort of coming along? Because they keep coming up with new ways of sort of like recovery. Yeah. And, and, and has there been many changes since you've been in post? Um, since I've been in, I think these sort of techniques have kind of been introduced anyway um, I think that's been quite a prevalent thing because I've obviously I've been in the game what 10 years now nine years um so it's been quite like that anyway but I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is the thing with the like you say the GPS um and that's something that we as physios use a lot as well so a lot of our rehabilitation so we obviously we do typical um bed re- like rehab um, stuff but on in the gym but we also do a lot of the out on the field stuff as well getting them ready to get back into training like along with sports science um, but the GPS monitoring is massive, like to make sure that they're they're hitting all the markers so they can cope with it. Not just not just from an injury point of view, but from a physical point of view, the conditioned, ready to go back into training and to be able to keep up with the team there. Um, so that is a that is a big thing for us is the GPS monitoring. To be fair, um, so techno- massive. Sorry. Like, 
recovery is huge um and this um especially this manager as well is really big on it so um you'll often find that um after a game that the, the lads that have played the majority of the minutes in the game will have an extra recovery day and they'll be doing things like like you've seen with mads doing they'll do nice baths and a lot of like yoga and from rolling and stretching and stuff like that so like carlo says technology obviously over the last 10 years has improved yeah massively would you say the, the attitude, because let's be honest, it's, it's always been a, a male-orientated sport. Yeah. Would you say the attitude towards sort of female physios, now female linesmen, female referees even coming in, do you think that's that's going in the right direction? You know, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you, you do. You generally see a lot more females around, especially like your pundits as well and people with Sky Sports. You're seeing a lot more um, women now. Um, taking the lead on them shows as well now I've seen is Alex Scott taking the lead on one I think um, yeah. but yeah so I think it is a lot more accepted I've I've never really had a problem with it if I'm being honest um, since I started here um, I've always been accepted I don't know if it's because of my I don't know because of my uh, my personality and my sense of humour I don't know but I personally have never really had a problem with it um, and I've always have you got a good right hook as well Oh, I have, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and don't forget, you bring the tea bags, and that's why. Bring the that's tea same, bags, same. bring the chocolate. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, really. Um, no, I've never really had a problem with it. I mean, the lads here are really respectful. Like, I've, I've always been, I don't know if it's just because I've worked at teams like, teams like Barnsley, um, but a team like Barnsley, you, they don't really attract the big egos. I don't know if that's because of how we recruit or what, but... Um, I feel like the lads have always been on like a level playing field with me being really respectful. I mean, the, the lads at the end of the day, you've got to give as good as you get. But yeah, I've never had one problem and I've, I've always enjoyed it, to be honest. Do you have one particular player? And you don't have to mention any names, obviously, but is there one particular player then that's sort of coming to physios every day? You know, a bit of a Doc Cotton sort of character. He's got uh, niggles up, but there's not actually no wrong way. You get, you get a couple that just want a little bit of TLC, a little arm on the shoulder and just tell them they're all right. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a cuddle um, in a professional manner, obviously. Yeah, um, but yeah you get you get that. But you, you know your players, some of them will stay away from the physio room, not interested in coming anywhere near it unless they've got a real problem. Um, and then others that are in and out here all the time, just like some of them like a bit of social as well, to be honest. I like a bit of a yeah. chat, a bit of a massage. Bit, bit of TLC, but to be honest, what, whatever gets them back out on the field and play 90 minutes and uh, gets three points, you just give them what give them what that player needs, really. Yeah, yeah, true. Since, since Daniel Standall's sort of era, um, yeah. the style of football somewhat changed, didn't it? We became a lot more um, high energy, yeah. um, high press, high like press, that. and yeah. obviously Struve the same. It seems to have gone to yet another level up yeah. um, under Valerian Ismail. Does that have an impact on on your workload? Um, to be honest, we obviously as physios, when we see a different style coming in, we see more high press, which obviously more sprinting, which you'd expect more maybe soft tissues like hamstring injuries. But we you expect that. But to be honest, I don't think we have. Um, that That's one thing that we thought would happen. Um, and we thought we'd have to manage the players until they conditioned to that style of play. But to be honest, I, no, we've not really seen a big change. I don't know if the, it's because the players are young, maybe, and they're, they're adaptable when they are a bit younger. And while we do just recruit players that are are, are good at, um, obviously, um, the sprinting sort of aspect of the game, um, or whether they're just well-conditioned, or, no, or whether it's because of the the way that we're able to manage, under this manager, we are able to manage players. If they've got not odd niggles and stuff, we can always manage them for a session or give them extra recovery or whatever we feel like they need to get them through the week into the game. I'm not sure, but no, we've actually not seen as big a difference as what we might have expected. 
I suppose that's part of the it's it's part of almost that recruitment, isn't it? If they're used to that style, I suppose yeah. the impact on on the body on everything is maybe not yeah, as much. Yeah, they, they might they might just be well trained to it already before they come in. Um, not sure whether that's obviously there to do with their bodies or whether we're we're able to manage them better when they're in here. I'm not sure, but um, we've actually not. Yeah, I think it was actually quite surprising. What about um, so we know obviously you're enormously busy. Talk to us about Sedge, because Sedge yep. has been an ever-present. Is he like your big brother? Uh, is he like your, your work husband? How, how, because yeah, that, I, call that him, I call him my work hubby. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did email Andy Clark, I thought, and I put, what about a Vicky stroke Sedge, sort of like dual, dual show kind of thing? Yeah, Only yeah. Sedge's camera shine, didn't want, didn't want, didn't want to do that. Did he not? Um, <laughs> that relationship. I've always wondered, on match day, Ismail chooses a squad, Murray yep. does the warm-up, Barnes, let's say on Saturday, Barnsley play Preston. Uh, Daryl DK gets mowed down in the penalty area. How do you decide whether you will set your goal to this player? I've always wondered this. Is it oh, like so? No, so so usually the I'll say he's the head physio, obviously. So usually the head physio you'd you'd normally see you'd be the main one that does the running. Um, they run on the pitch. I'll be on the sideline. I'll go on if needed. Um, but as I've taken more of a role into the like, stepped up towards the first team, is really good in the fact that it gives me an equal opportunity to develop, really. So we now, for the last couple of seasons, we've now took it in turns. So your game, my game, your game, my game. Um, so so we always take it in turns on who does what game. Um, and then obviously they're the first runner. And then if they need help, then the next runner comes on. Um, so I'm really lucky in that respect. He's really given me an opportunity to develop um, as a physio in this industry, um, which I'm really thankful for, to be honest. Because without that, without that exposure to having to deal with them problems on a pitch, you're never gonna, you're never gonna develop. Um, so I've had a lot of exposure, which is really good. Um, so talking about, oh sorry, Carl. Go on, so go talking on, about, Steve. Go on, no, so I'm just thinking, talking about exposure and the chance that we might end up going up to Premiership, yeah. which is obviously, like you say, it wasn't something that you planned for. No. Um, if we do get there, or if we don't. Is it, is it now an aspiration of yours that you want to be a female physio in the Premiership, whether it be with Barnsley or whether you think, you know what, if we can't get there, I'm going to go to, you know, you look at the facilities maybe at Man City or Manchester United. and it, it, That must be a tempter, isn't it, you know, for that um, high end? Yes and no. It's I mean, to work in the Prem with Barnsley would be brilliant. Um, obviously, I'd love that. Um, there's no higher aspect really is there when you're working in men's football um, but to be honest it's not really something that I'm driven towards it's more driven towards of having like more responsibility just in the industry and enjoying my job to be honest like you could go to a bigger club it's a bigger club in quotation marks and you've got loads and loads of staff and you can just get lost in that whereas here it's like a it is like a family atmosphere and this the staff yeah. like Working with the players that you work with, I really enjoy working with a bunch of squads that we've got now. Like I said, they're really respectful and really nice, yeah. genuinely nice guys and they want to work hard as a team. Um, and it's the same with the staff. The staff get on really well. And I think there's more, the grass ain't always greener. I think there's more to it than a bigger club with better facilities, et cetera, that you might find with more staffing. But I mean, I, enjoy, I come into work every day and I really enjoy the people that I'm working with. So to me, that's as high end as I get, really. Yeah. That's, that's a big difference. Work. It's a big difference. And um, it's it's a full-on job that you've got. You know, you don't say, like Steve, for instance, I'll start at nine and finish at half ten. Your days are probably slightly... Hey, slightly I'll start longer. at eight, me, I'll tell you. And <laughs> um, what do you do to relax? Do you sit in front of the TV and watch football? We know you need to talk about your dog, obviously, because when, when we did... You've been stalking me, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so like you say, it's it hours and schedule and stuff's very varied. Um, so obviously it's it's hard for me to book in to get my hair done, my eyebrows, my eyelashes. I'm a girl, of course, so I do need to get these things done when I can. Um, but yeah, I just I, I do like to take my dog for a walk. Yeah, <laughs> put that one in there. Um, I, I, I took her out the weekend with a friend of mine. She's one of the physios here. Actually, works in the academy now. So the first team we went in the Peak District. We did half a marathon. My poor dog. She had no legs left. <laughs> to carry her but yeah I like I do like to go for a walk I like um I do run I do a lot quite a bit of running um or in the gym um sometimes if the if the players are doing a bit of, if I'm doing rehab with the lads it's a bit awkward just standing there watching them sometimes so I might just do a little session with like alongside them as well and um, gives them a bit of motivation but yeah I, I also do um bits of boxing as well there's a, a boxing gym that I go to in one well um um and it just changes it up a little bit so I get a bit antisocial just running on my own sometimes I'm as well um, but I can get a bit antisocial, so I do try and force myself to do bits like keep fit with the uh, like social aspect. But yeah, watching TV, I like watching uh, serial killer documentaries. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> line of Duty must be a Line oh, of Duty watcher. Yeah, oh, come on, fella! <laughs> <laughs> and the wee donkey, you know, you mustn't forget that one. And the wee yeah, donkey. Yeah. Yeah. I had that line. Yeah, that was on, um, on Sunday. Uh, wasn't it? Just some, something you said earlier on. Um, you know, with the. Uh, I can't say the type because that's not fair. The, 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 the calibre of players that we get, if you look at some of them, really young lads coming yeah. over from abroad during a, a COVID pandemic, yeah. is the physio room like a bit of a safe space? When, when, you know what I mean? Because it must be, you know, when you talk about your Anderson, your Helix, you know, Daryl BK, it's a lot, isn't it? To leave everybody behind, to come to yeah. a, a town like Barnsley. And I mean that in the nicest sort of way, but it, yeah. it's not London or Manchester, is it? Like where all the nightlife is, we're doing COVID. Is it sort of like part of your role also just to have a cup, well, a cup of tea or just to have a chat with them to make sure that like, the, not the physical, but also the emotional well-being is, is, is looked after? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the lads that you've mentioned are pretty, pretty self-sufficient. You don't really see much of them um, and they just kind of crack on and um, and they'll... I think they, they keep themselves to themselves or they might, they might obviously at the minute it's difficult, like you say, because of COVID, they're not able to, usually the lads will like book a table and they'll go for a team meal once a month or something like that, just to um, try and keep, um, like I was saying, like team cohesion, so to speak. Um, them lads that you've kind of mentioned, they just kind of, just kind of crack on really. You don't really see much of them, but yeah, like you do find that generally, I mean, it's, it's difficult at the minute because we have to restrict how many players are in the physio room at one time and obviously you've got masks on and stuff like that. So it's not quite as sociable as what it usually is. Um, but you do find in normal times that, that can be part of our role as well. And they'll, they'll ask where's, where's good to live, where's good to eat. And, um, and you, do, you do kind of have a bit of a social with them, make sure they're, make sure they're obviously managing all right and they're, um, and they're obviously well looked after but yeah you, you do find that with some players they do like to come in and have a bit of a chat with you which I don't mind it's quite nice it's a bit especially if they're coming in for a massage or something it can be a bit awkward for 20 minutes if you're not actually speaking to each other <laughs> <laughs> like being married Carlo ain't you <laughs> I was just gonna say that sounds like very situated um what about COVID though because that added another dimension to your work because am, yeah. am I right to thinking that you said to the other ones you're responsible for all the testing and everything as well? Yeah, so me and Sedge do um, do the, at the minute the part of the FL you have to test twice a week. Um, so it is it does there is a lot more to it now as well. Um, obviously we've got to make sure that everyone's testing. So it's that just adds another like another hour on top of our normal day like twice a week where you have to make sure that that's that's in there as well. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's it means it's obviously we know. Like it's it's good to know that everyone's safe and we although you have to kind of it's it took a while to tell the lads that yeah we 
everyone's negative, but we've still got to follow these guidelines. It's like, well, why do we have to do this, this and this if we're all negative? It's like, well, because obviously it's not, and nothing's 100%, nothing's not 100% science. So, um, but yeah, they, they've been really good with it, to be fair. And they've, they've, stuck, they've stuck to the rules that we've put in place. And, um, and it has, it's been, it's been good with the fact that you find a lot of lads now are, are not, are not needing so much from the physios because they learned, they've learned to self-manage a little bit, which is good. Obviously we're there if they need anything, of course. Um, but I think a lot of them have learned as well that they perhaps don't need a massage to maybe get them to the next training session or to the next game. And the, 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 actually some of them have formed like a little stretching group and a little foam rolling group and stuff, which is good to see. Um, and because you played football, when, when you sit in the dugout, or obviously not, not the dugout, but you sit at the side of the pitch, yeah. let's say Preston on, uh, on Saturday, do you watch from the viewpoint of, oh, it looks like he's got a niggle or, oh, that could be a head injury? Or do you watch because you're a fan of football and you're watching a match? How, how um, I'm just constantly looking for an injury. That's pretty much all I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll go home and someone will say to me, how was the game? I did so-and-so play. I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not following the ball. I'm following what's happened before yep. the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like, from before the ball's been kicked, etc. Um, So, like, when I played, it will say, I loved, a, I loved a crunching tackle. But now when I see one go in, we're like, oh. <laughs> So you just your, your aspect completely changes. Like whereas you some so you'll see like a, a ball coming over the top and someone might duck down and I'm thinking, oh thank God he's ducked. <laughs> but the manager's going mental saying, You've got for your head on that. And I'm like, well, it means said you're like, oh thank God he didn't. <laughs> but so it's you see, obviously I want him to perform. That's not what I'm getting at, but it's more of the trying to you see that protect because we we're always second guessing what's gonna happen. Um in like injury wise, you can just see it coming before it's happened. So um but yeah, I'll just look for the injuries basically. I don't watch the game. And other times when there is an injury that you're treating that you have to put your foot down and say, no, you, you're not, you need to come off. Because I always yeah, think a, yeah. every player seems to, that, that badge means so, so much to them, don't they? Like yeah. we buy the shirt because we want that badge, and, but they're wearing it. And I think it, you often see when, you know, there must be times where you say, no, that's it, you're not, it's not good for you because they just yeah. want to play, don't they? Yeah, it's, it, it, it has happened a couple of times and it's, it's, it's a difficult situation. Um, when you're obviously trying to look after the safety of the player and rightly so they want to play because obviously they want to do the best for the team and, and perform and obviously the manager wants them on the pitch if they can stay on but but yeah it's, that's it's always a iffy ground especially with things like head injuries as well that's that's always a big one and um, that's a difficult one it's never never black and white um, obviously we have to go with how we've been trained and um, the safety of the player um, and it, it's not always what the player wants unfortunately. Um, but luckily enough, again, like I've like I've said loads of times, the gaffer that's here now is is brilliant with regards to trying to look after injuries and, and man management and stuff. He's really good with, and he's he's really trusting of his of his staff as well, which is really good. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. I, we've never seen him. We've only ever seen him on TV, so <laughs> we can't we can't we don't know whether he's real or not. Do we? He's just a picture. He's, he's real. He's superimposed. He's real. Is is a very good guy. Um, very respectful. Very nice to work for. Um, we couldn't ask for a better, really, to be honest. Steve, have you got any more questions? Because I'm, I, I yeah, don't I, on. I suppose the one thing that I'd be interested to know when you when you are sat in the dugout, yeah, because because you've played, um, and if you played that, did you play that number ten role? Were you a prolific goal scorer? Did you? I set them all no, up? I don't even know why I was number ten because I was a holding midfielder. All <laughs> oh, right, you got wrong shirt on. <laughs> I know. I had no idea why I was given number ten because when I played number ten in that game, all I did was um, man mark Katie Chapman. I think it was. So, All right. No, I just wondered when you're actually watching them play, do you say to yourself, oh, I wouldn't have done that? Are you slightly critical to a certain extent? <laughs> um, 
I, Go on, admit I can't, it. I can't admit be a little it. bit with myself, but I don't ever say it out loud because I'm probably wrong most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never, it doesn't look right when you've got a physio trying to <laughs> trying to give information or giving their opinion on the game when I'm, I've got I've got a clue about it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but, you, but you do sit there sometimes and think, well, I wouldn't have done that. I'd have played that pass. Yeah, I might think it's myself, but <laughs> I'd never say it out loud. <laughs> I might get funny looks from the coaches. Brilliant. Um, my, my last question uh, is really... Do you think it's helped you in this role, the fact that you played at that level? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because you can you can empathise a little bit of injuries um, with regards to, obviously, part of my role is doing outside rehab as well. So the fact that I can I can play the balls in and take a touch and try and, and, and create drills based on what needed from the position as well. So like when they start to get, obviously, when you first start doing your outside rehab, it's more about what does that injury need? But when you get towards the end of it, it's more what does he need to do in that position to be able to, like be able to obviously cut the demands of the game. So it does, yeah, it does help having that. I say I ain't got any knowledge. I've got a little bit of knowledge. Um, but it's good to have that bit of knowledge to, yeah, to obviously get, try and condition the player back to full fitness. Um, so, yeah, and obviously I can, it helps if I can play a ball into them and move a little bit as well. I can move now and, and I've had my knees operated on. So. Um, Vicky, first off, thank you very much for taking the time out. We know it's, it's late right. on a Wednesday. You're probably ready to go home and take the dog for a walk. We're sorry we captured, but it's just... No, it's fine. We, we just found it real. Everybody's focusing on, on 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 you know that team and and the manager and the CEO and everybody behind. But we well we they can't do their job unless there's people like you. So thank you very much for taking the time. It's okay. Um, yeah. Best of luck against Preston, Norwich, uh, Brentford home and away, and then win Bournemouth in uh, Wembley because it's all written in the stars, isn't it? I like it's that. Sort of, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all sorted. Um, if Valerian Ismail comes to you um, after we win at Wembley and say. Is there anything you need when we go into the Premier League? Is there any sort of um, wishes or whatever? Is there anything as, from a physiotherapy department they say, that's on our wish list? You know, like fans say, if we make it, we need to sign Daryl DK. And, yeah. uh, you know, others might say, oh, we need to renovate the West End. What about from a physio? Do you want a little swimming pool somewhere at Oakwell or an ice cream? Oh, there's, <laughs> <new sponge? laughs> oh, there's, loads, there's loads of stuff that we could ask for, I guess. Um, the list, <laughs> list is never ending in football. There's so many things that you could ask for. Um, a little physio revamp would be nice in the office and the physio room. Um, but no, not really. We've always, we're, we're always, to be fair, we are... We we manage with what we need, and we've had we've not re, we've quite recently had a gym revamp anyway, which is we've got a really nice gym, which is really good. Um, so there's not there's not a lot that we need really. It's just there is we are always putting a little wish list in of we could do with this, we could do with that, but nothing. I don't think there's anything groundbreaking that we don't have that we don't need to be honest. Like sometimes you can complicate things if you have too much stuff. <laughs> well, that's true, and whatever we've got. And that's the people. It's working, isn't it? Because I've yeah. been really surprised. We've been, I don't want to use the word lucky because that's not fair to those that have had injuries like Ben Williams. But yeah, we've not had many games where, you know, somebody has been out for four, five, six, seven, eight weeks because of because of injury. We know Ben Williams obviously leave yeah. pitching. We yet to see. And I'm yeah. sure we will very, very soon. Yeah. Um, but we have been really lucky. And I'm pretty sure the work that you, Sedge, and all the other physios do is, you know, is a huge part of that. So Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but we have this season, which it I mean it helps, doesn't it, performance wise, if you've got a yeah, big selection of players, it, it massively helps. Um and obviously that's credit to the staff, the manager, the, the players as well. Like like you say, like I said, like you don't realise that some of the players are actually playing with injuries sometimes. Um and, and that's just for willingness to wanting to play. And obviously we have to we have to give our advice and we have to manage them as best we can, but ultimately it's their body. And um, if they decide they want to play with a certain injury, um, yeah. then 
as long as obviously it's not anything really substantial, then we obviously we have to step in at some sometimes. But yeah. Yeah. Like credit to the players because they do play. With, the pe- a lot of people don't understand that, but they do play with pain and they're always tired. And so credit to them, I guess. Yeah. And don't forget credit to the staff and, and yeah. to everybody as well because it's yeah, you know, yeah, we're in a, we're in a, it's a good place. It's a good time to talk about Barnsley because not only because of the playoffs, but I think we're just in a good place altogether. Thank you very very much. Go let That's your okay. dog out because it's not want to go <laughs> out. Take a walk. Um, thank you very much for taking the time to chat to us. No, not a problem, guys. Nice to speak to you. All right. Cheers, Thanks, Vicky. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey, Becky. What about this beat for your next song? Mm, it's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. Got it. What about this then? Mm. It sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once. That's what I call power. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything so you can do anything. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Requires compatible Xfinity gateway. Limited quantities available. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.